Hi, everyone. This is the WorkTech Podcast, brought to you by WorkTech. This is George LaRocque. I'm your host, and this is where we explore everything related to the future of work and the technology and people that are shaping it. Welcome. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to WorkTech. It's George LaRocque, and I'm excited to share some new funding news in the industry. Um, Pep Talk, a team experience platform, has announced a $3.6 million round of growth capital. And I'm joined by co-founder and CEO James Brogan to learn more about the deal and more about Pep Talk. Welcome, James. George, thanks a million for the opportunity. Um, great to have a chance to tell you a little bit about Pep Talk, our, our journey to, to here, and I suppose where we're where we're going next. Great, great. Well, thank you for your time. I know you're uh you're busy. It's busy running a, a high growth company like yours. And um, I'd love it if you could tell everyone a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Pep Talk to start things off. Yeah, no problem. Thanks again. Um, yeah. So as I say, my name, yeah, James Brogan. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Pep Talk. Pep Talk is a, it's a four-year-old company. Um, we're headquartered at the moment in Dublin, in Ireland. Um, and that's where the company was, has been, I suppose, building slowly and, and carefully and strategically over the last four years, uh, George. Um, we have been always passionate about, I suppose, becoming a global company. But at the same time, we've been very um, conscious of getting the right fundamental levers in place to make that happen. You know, getting our product in the right place, now getting our investments and our funding in the right place. And then also, the team, you know, so in the last number of weeks, you know, we've hired some great people, some of whom I know, Tara Sullivan, who's who's joining us as our CMO. So we're getting, um, you know, great caliber of, of talent now coming to join us. Um, so it's a really, really exciting time. And I think um, the space we're in, um, Tom, you know, we all know the changes within the world of work. Pep Talk has a particular focus on teams. Um, it's been my both, kind of professional and 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 life experience of working in teams and the feeling we all have when we're part of great teams um what does what's our role in in that i think is is really what i i'd love to talk to you today about cool well i'm gonna definitely ask you some questions about the product but to, just to get the deal out out there i'm curious um you you touched on a little bit of this but the timing of the deal um is it, you know, was it what was happening in the business that led you to raise your funding now, uh, sort of that, you know, that foundation you talked about or something that you saw in the market or a little of both? Yeah, I guess it's like everything. I suppose it's probably a number of different factors, definitely. Um, so on the first, uh, on the first hand, there's a definite pull factor um, from our existing customers, George. So at the moment, we're lucky enough to work with a lot of multinationals such as Northern Trust, Verizon, PayPal, Global Payments, and we 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 worked with them in a in a European capacity initially. Now we're branching into the US, so there are, those customers are pulling us into the US, which is a great way as a startup to, to I think come to the US, come with some refer, referenceable customers, come with traction, you know. So I think that's that first piece where we have that really strong pull from existing customers. I suppose combined then with that has been, as you say, our 
our evolution as an organization and our readiness now with our team and our product to really enter the US market. We, we probably could have come a little bit sooner, um, but we, we felt that, you know, let's get all of our levers in place, as I touched on, to make that happen. So personally speaking, I'm moving to the US in, in January. So at the moment, I'm, I'm living in, in Dublin in Ireland. So our, our New York office is where I'm going to be based. And listen, there'll be plenty of travel, I'm sure, as a part of that. So we're really excited to be to be not only, um, you know, as a founder coming to the US, which I think is important just again, in the context of our ambition, you know, we're not just going to, you know, you have to be here. I think that's as important just from a serendipitous, you know, getting to meet people. I get great energy when I, I step off the plane uh, and I land in JFK and I, I look across that skyline um, for, for, for a young founder like myself to come and, and see the opportunity over here is huge. And I suppose thirdly then, um, George, just the, the current, world of work and the landscape and the the challenges I guess organizations are having with in particular trying to build culture in a hybrid world um I think next year you're going to see that continue to be uh, a challenge I think organizations are settling into some version of a hybrid model um you know depending on the industry but definitely some level of flexibility we believe needs to certainly stay in place and that presents challenges then so how do we build culture? How do you build trust? And then more, more strategically, where does culture live? And obviously at one point, um, we had this lovely saying, you know, culture carriers, where in the office, you know, you come in, there's always two or three people there that kind of carry that sense of engagement and energy. And, and, and that's kind of been lost. So now we need to be more intentional. Uh, the osmosis culture uh, uh, we feel is now dead and we've now moved into this different phase so definitely that last piece is now now is the time now is the time for pep talk to step in and solve this pretty major pain point for organizations around their culture and how they build more intentionality um, and proactivity into how they create the type of experience that employees are now looking for yeah, I, I, I like all of that. I, I love the name too. Pep Talk is a it's a it's a great name. Um, you know, it it uh, means a lot of uh, things in 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 both directions of that that pep talk. Uh, well, I think it's a yeah, it's a positive word, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. And I think I think uh, most organizations now are looking for positivity um, mm-hmm. and they're looking for energy. And I think um, that's really what pep talks about. It's about enabling teams their managers and the organization then as a whole to to just um bring that positive you know simple things sometimes george can make a huge difference to my experience of working in an organization and i think sometimes we can get it you know we get lost in the complexity of so many different things and stuff that employees have to deal with and sometimes it can be as simple as you know how was your week? How was your month? Coming from a manager into me as an employee, and how how a simple question from my from from my perspective, and and I'll walk you through how we enable that, and how we bring that to life in the product, maybe in a couple of minutes. But at a really high level, I think they're the three main levers as to why we're here, George, and we're we're excited. Yeah, and so um, it sounds like the the primary uh, plan for the funding is this expansion um, into the U.S. and uh you know within your customers uh and bringing in new customers is that is that right yeah i mean the, the primary focus is definitely we have we've a really we have a really interesting exciting product roadmap that we have been 
I suppose, looking to accelerate into over the okay. next six months, George. So that's the first piece in terms of enhancing and elevating the product. And then on the sales and marketing side, yes, we will be looking to invest in that both here in the US and, and also in our in our in our Dublin office. Um, so yeah, I mean from a fundraising perspective, this is about um it's about growth. But it, but 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 it also, and this is something that's shared with our with our with our venture capital partners, Venture Wave. Um, they they are they are looking for 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 growth, but obviously the market is somewhat different, George, than how it was twelve months ago. So now it's about looking at this funding and seeing, you know, what's the most focused, strategic way we can grow, but at the same time ensure that from a burn perspective, from a from a cash flow perspective that we're, we're managing that in a thoughtful way. And, and I think that maybe is a, a shift for a lot of startups and how they try and run their business. And again, I think because we're a little bit, you know, we're not, we're, we're at this a little bit of time now, we've, we've began to understand that a little bit better. So I, I think that represents um, some, something of, a, you know, for us, it's not, that's, that's ultimately the type of business we want to be. You know, we want to be successful. We want to grow, but it's about growth while also, building a profitable business and been okay with saying that and talking about that. Uh, so I think that represents, um, you know, the type of business we want to be. And, and we share that um, uh, vision with our, with our, with our investment partners who, who, who actually have in their own right built and, and sold a business here in the U S as, as Irish entrepreneurs. So they've a, a very um, impressive story themselves and they're an impact investment fund as well. So it's important to them not only that we're investing in in the business, but in a business that we believe is doing a positive, we're, we're making a positive impact on 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 the world of work and obviously on society as a whole. Yeah, so it seems like all the timing is is has lined up well for you. I mean the uh, the work tech space. Um, uh, well, every area of capital investment, you know, VC has taken yeah. a, a hit in the last six months. We've really outperformed the rest of tech. Um, as far as how how much of a hit or how much investment is is coming in, um, and you know, but the calculus has really changed when I talk about that timing. Where uh, I would never say that people were investors were throwing money at just ideas, but mm. um, but now you know you've got to have the kind of traction, momentum, customers, product fit, validation that you've you've talked about. Um, so that it's interesting that you're, you know, in many ways, uh, your it's your moment, um, at this time. So, so I'll be curious to see, uh, how that goes for you. I can tell you New York's yeah. also a great, uh, work tech community. Uh, uh, there are a lot of, uh, companies there, founders, uh, as well as potential customers for yourself who are progressive and thinking about these issues. So yeah, a good spot to launch from. Yeah, totally. And I think that was important for us as well, I suppose, coming to the US, getting a location that obviously allowed us to to, to um, service and, and build relationships with, our, with new business and existing customers. But I think your point is well made, um, George. The, for me, New York still represents, you know, a, a melting pot of ideas and, a, and, a, and that sense of progression uh, in terms of the world, world of work and I see that on the, you know, in just conversations you have on the street, you know, there's just a great, um, you know, the office and the work environment here isn't without its challenges, but I feel there's a, 
you know, a sense of always that sense of innovation and optimism and and seeing, you know, solutions like Pep Talk as a different way of looking at things. And we are certainly trying to to disrupt and get people to think a little bit differently about how they how they can embrace um, this new world of work and, and look at things differently. So, yeah, we're you know, we're 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 um, we're excited and I'm bringing my my wife and my two kids as well. So they're going to oh, be great. joining me for the adventure. So it's going to be both a, from a from a professional perspective, an exciting journey, but also from a personal perspective, there'll be uh, lots of uh, excitement as well. Oh, that's great. So, uh, well, you've been itching to talk about the product uh, and I'm uh, I'm you know, we've I think we've covered the deal and the, yeah. and the context well enough. So how does the product work? Let's let's get a little closer to the to the product and and uh t- you know tell us about uh uh team experience uh versus employee experience or maybe not versus but how how they hmm. they 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 Yeah, they no align. totally. Yeah. So team experience at its core is about how do we bring leaders and teams together? So how do we connect them in an emotional and a meaningful way. Um, I think it's really interesting when you look at, for example, Microsoft's report recently, George, around this kind of productivity paranoia piece. Yeah, like yeah. at its at its core, the, the piece that's missing there is trust, trust between the employee and the employer. And there's definitely been a shift in what we would call the sort of psychological contract between the employer and the employee and the expectations on both sides. So what team experience is trying to do is put a different narrative on, on how teams and their leader interact and acknowledging that where culture used to live, which is, let's call it the office culture, that is no longer fit for purpose. So now we need to think differently. And, and the team experience idea is about then how do we create habits and behaviors on, on a monthly basis, which is sort of the cycle we build because we want to build momentum and energy and a continuum of activities. And as I, as I touched on before, we, when, we, when we spoke previously, to look at engagement and the whole employee experience um, ideal as something that's much more active and alive than something that we're simply measuring and then maybe walking away and measuring. And most organizations the, the measuring is the easy part. It's the action and the intervention that's the harder part. And a pep talk, sometimes um, I think George, at an, at an, you know, between you know the organization and the employee, there can be a lot of challenges with you know inter, you know designing interventions that are fit for purpose for everyone. So so that's why you know when you think about it, most organizations now are are broken into different units and teams and that's where we're spending a lot of our time so what the product does is it's kind of built in three stages so we 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 start by 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 actually looking at team experience and we go in and we'll we run a little bit of sentiment analysis and we'll ask some questions to just help understand right what's the what's the experience like within this particular team and the team can be a 20 person team, a 50 person team, our onboarding kind of um, infrastructure will allow an organization to sort of figure out kind of what works best for them. But that kind of insight, rather than kind of disappearing off into the organization's a black hole of data, it becomes very real for teams. And then what we invite them to do is have a conversation. So then they'll come in and they'll, you know, they'll look at their team check in and they'll say, okay. Maybe we're burnt out. Maybe we've, we're struggling with connection. Maybe we have some issues um, in terms of communication. So what it's doing is it's surfacing up 
um, inhibitors to performance, inhibitors to engagement. And then um, the manager will invite pep talk on our software to start looking at some interventions. So again, the intervention may be, you know, here's a pathway to take on. We, we, we call them pathways. And George, they're simply some, some, some journeys that, a, that, a, that an individual or his team can go on to help with the particular challenge that that team has taken on. So if we look at it a really easy way say burnout so burnout's been a big big topic for a long time and and you know the last three years but the problem we see as with burnout is you know here here's a you know here's a mindfulness app to go and help you with your burnout and then on monday morning you come back into work and really the reason why you're burnt out is because it's the environment that you're in so Mm -hmm. we need to start talking about what's that environment look like between me and my team because that's kind of what the experience is like Monday morning, what does it feel like? What does it feel like to work with this team? Do I trust them? Do I know them? Am I prepared to go an extra 10% for that person because I care about them ultimately? I mean, that's ultimately what underpins performance is, is some of that, what people might call softer, but really is really the most powerful elements of high performance, which is understanding each other on a, on a human level. So but if you think of it by, by understanding a little bit more about what's happening on a human level in our team, and then by pep talk, suggesting some interventions and pathways to take on. And really importantly, we're going to take them on collectively. So we're going to do them as a team. So it's not, you know, it's, and that's, again, we want to be really clear that, you know, there may be other solutions that may help you with a particular, for example, maybe personal well-being problem that you might have. We're very much and making kind of no apology for us. What we are trying to do is is create a closer um, connection between the team and their leader by by taking on and, and, and having a, a collective experience. So you know, watching some stuff together. We 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 also provide the manager with what we call as a team talk. Um, George, which is again is a monthly commitment by a by a leader to give twenty minutes back to his team to talk about a topic and ask some questions in re- in respect of the insights. So again, it's not just going to disappear. That we're actually going to have a conversation about it. And I, and for us, culture and the environment is about conversations and having human conversations. So the software, when you think about it, it's enabling an insight to be developed at a very local level. So again, that experience becomes less about the org and more about the team. I then have a manager who's really engaged in my experience within that team. And then we're actually going to do something about it. So it's that inside action kind of um, loop that we're quite proud of, that we believe is quite different. And we're not just doing surveys. We're, we're really narrowing in on what we believe is the most important facets of the whole team experience dynamic. And we have a number of behavioral psychologists that work in the team. We've one or two academic institutions that are now supporting us into 2023 as we build more and more um, data and, and support for the research that we've already done around team experience. So it's a it's a really exciting time for us. And we're lucky enough to have, as I say, a, a stable of customers that are now um, seeing the impact that this can have and, and sort of see you know the opportunity for next year to delve more deeply into team culture, team dynamics, and really building into that for next year. Yeah. Um, I can tell you that that tracks with what we're seeing with the, um, as really work tech is emerging sort of out of HR tech, uh, uh, employee first, experience driven, enabling the team sort of in the flow 
with the team in the flow of work. Uh, yeah. And and really important what you mentioned there, that insight to action. So we've got a lot of tools that tell you what you need to focus on, but they they don't yeah. help you actually do the work of, of focusing on it. And that's that's a key differentiator uh, in comparison to a lot of what I've seen in, in this space. So yeah, I think, you're and I think we, yeah. And as I touched on, let's, let's look at engagement as more about action and less about measurement. I think, I think that with the, the organizations have loads of data now. I, I think they struggle, as you say, with, 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 with building action plans. And we always vision out a, an organization where you have a thousand people you have different parts of the organization with different challenges then getting into different interventions, but ultimately that's serving the overall purpose of the organization, but they've been much more focused and strategic in regard to the type of interventions um, they're running and our leaders are taking on more ownership of solving some of those issues. And I think that represents from a leadership perspective where leaders need to now, you know, grab a hold of, of their team and take a little more responsibility for what that experience is going to feel like. Because I, I think the idea of just getting people back to work into the office, obviously there'll be certain organizations, I'd see it play out, I don't know what you think, George, but certainly there'll probably be a cohort of organizations that go back to kind of mm-hmm. maybe more office-centric. There'll be a cohort that sort of go with the hybrid model. But but ultimately, culture and how it comes to comes to life is going to under underpin every organization and, and i feel culture has become to your point in terms of the, the emergence of work tech and the emergence of the employee experience as just i think we're only at the start i think of a lot of organizations really doubling down on this in the next number of years yeah yeah so um so what's next? I mean, we know the company is expanding in the U.S. You're accelerating your uh, product roadmap. That's a lot. That that's enough. But is, is there yeah. anything else you're thinking about? Um. Yeah. Um, no. I mean, as I as I touched on, what what I think is really important for a startup at our stage is focus and and delivering on our plan for 2023. I think. At times, we can get distracted with, you know, we're coming to the US with a really clear idea of what we want to do in 2023. We have a good team. We have the right people around us, George. And I I feel for me, success for for next year will be about, you know, establishing our presence here, getting those key early customers up and away, ensuring that our existing customers who we want to work with back in in, in Europe, but also, as I touched on, the multinationals that we work with, in, in Europe that we're going to now work with in the US, ensuring that those first, you know, 12 months here that we we successfully, you know, on board, execute our plan. So yeah, listen, I could talk about lots of exciting other ideas we want to do, and we do want to do them, but uh, I've probably learned in the four years that one of the hardest things for startups is focus. And I feel for us now, we're, our, our, our evolution has been, Let's 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 now it's about uh, executing on the plan. So yeah. hopefully in a year's time, if we chat again, uh, we'll be able to talk about you know hitting our numbers, getting you know our, our our team energized and excited. I'll hopefully have a few people more with me here in the US on the ground to support in that strategy, and then we'll look at twenty twenty four and continue to build and grow. And I feel um, that's sort of the best way of, of, of kind of growing our company every day, every week, 
trying to deliver on what we want to achieve and but we're really focused and and that's a little bit easier thing for me to say now four years down the line maybe in three years ago I probably would have had more of a uh, excitable answer with lots of things and stuff but I feel now it's about let's get after the plan and I think everyone will be happy. Yeah, well, that's um, that that speaks to experience. I tell you, you, you could have we we had an accelerator call earlier today, and yeah. uh, boy, I I think I talk about focus every single time. Uh, these are much <laughs> earlier stage. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's still it's and that's the beauty of startup. It it is so there even at our stage, as you know, there's a lot of different ways we yeah. can now even in terms of our roadmap, and you get customer requests and lots of different uh ideas about where your product should go but I, I feel i think team experience i think the area we're in our our take on the on the problem i guess is a little bit different as you say your inside action uh hook i think has, has really resonated so it's just about for us just doubling down on that and, and really going going deep and becoming really good at that and then you know hopefully that'll that'll bear food in terms of everything we want to be as a big global company here in the US. Yeah. So uh how can folks learn more? How can they, you know, dig in on the product and and the company? Yeah, well we 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 we've just launched a new website George last week, another new new milestone, so peptalk.com. Um come on, you'll you'll get a demo of the the product, you'll get a bit of a journey which I know we've touched on a little bit today in terms of how it all comes to life. Um, I'm on obviously LinkedIn and Twitter as well. If people want to kind of reach out directly to me, I'm always keen, whether you're passionate about this area uh, and you're keen to know more or whether you'd like to maybe join the company as we go on this journey, we're always interested in that as well. So, um, and again, thanks George to yourself for the opportunity today and all the work you're doing, I guess, to highlight and showcase the great um, technology that's been developed in this emerging space. So really appreciate it. Oh, well, thanks for saying that. And thank you for your time. And uh, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, I hope it's not a year. I hope we don't have to wait a year before we connect again. No, definitely uh, not. I'll look look forward to the next time. And thanks, everybody, for, uh, for tuning in.